Good evening, podcast family. It is January 26, 2019, and we are back with another episode of The Shot Callers. My name is JV. To my right, I got my boy Rich. Good evening, everybody. And to my left, I got my boy Andre. What's good? And we are back with some more NBA Hoops Talk. We're going to kick it off with a familiar segment, as you all know. It's going to be our Twitter poll segment. This week's team is going to be the Indiana Pacers. So you guys know how this works. Uh, I'm going to read some tweets from Twitter, you know, some of the fandom, some people maybe just critiquing the team, etc., etc., and you guys just let me know what you think. So the first one comes from at Kyle Neum, so it's like Kyle and Millennium. He says, Oladipo recovered yet? Question mark. Because this Pacers team is in a deep pile of chitlings. What do you guys think? Fair assessment? <laughs> uh, I mean, like, they, they went a pretty long time without him. Like, to start the season, he started the season with some injuries. But, uh, I mean, they're in the third seed right now. It, obviously, that that's probably not going to stay, you know, as the season progresses. But they'll still make the playoffs, I think. Just not at, not with a home court advantage first round. I don't know. What do you think, Rich? I mean, they're in the East, so it's easy to say they're going to make it. Uh, I think that the injury, well, best wishes to Victor Oladipo. I think everyone uh, can join me in saying we wish him well. A really nice guy, really great uh, person to be on the Pacers. Uh, and I think it's really disheartening to not have him for the rest of the season. Uh, going through the the regular season up to this, the guys were playing really hard. Everyone contributed. Everyone could do a little something and was really bringing it all every night and able to say, okay, we've got to play till Victor gets back. We've got to play till our main guy gets back. We can get back to where we were last season. And when that kind of carried out the end of the stick isn't there anymore, I wonder how it's going to go over the next uh, several games. They've got a, quite a schedule ahead of them. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is pretty much it, right? He's not coming back? Yeah, no. He, it's a ruptured quad tendon, so, so he's he's gone for like a long time. So, a quick question. Just give me a quick uh, answer to this. What is the mindset compared to kind of what Richard alluded to, right? You, If you know the guy's coming back, how do, how do you go about it? Do you just say, you know what, this is... Do you yeah, call it? Carry the load yeah. Or do you call it a day because you're not going to get your star back, or do you still, you know, hopefully, you know, you get somebody who steps it up? I mean, I feel like they're all competitors. They're in the NBA, so I mean, at the end of the day, they all want to win, and this is an opportunity for maybe someone who probably hasn't been getting as many touches to kind of, you know, step up and show that hey, you know, I can help shoulder this load too. Like I can, I can do more to help our team win. So I don't know. I mean, that and also to. Go with what Andre is saying is you want to keep developing Sabonis, you want to keep developing uh, Miles Turner, you know Bojan. Don't call me Bogdan Bogdanovich. You know get the most you can out of those guys. See how far they can go, and the guys that are going to be sticking around multiple years. Like this is the perfect time to improve and try to stay in the playoff race. Give them that challenge. Challenge yeah. them. And if you lose, I mean you get a better pick, right? So, I mean I'm sure they want to make the, the playoffs, and and I, I would agree that they probably are. Um, the East is fair, is competitive, more competitive than it's been in the past years. But I still think you know, with the talent they have outside of all the depot, they can squeeze in uh, to the playoffs. So I don't see them missing. Yeah, no uh, which leads me to the next one. Um, the next tweet is from Sam Justice underscore. He says, "I don't think the Pacers have the playoff potential with Oladipo out, but they will stay as a top four seed." Thoughts on this hot take? So he thinks they can stay as a top four seed. Right now, they currently share the loss column with the Raptors. Um, so what do you think? Is that 
um, too high of an expectation. You know, maybe as a fan of the Pacers, he's just, you know, hoping for the best. Or is he just completely off off base? So I'm actually a little confused as to what he's saying. Uh, they're going to stay in the playoffs without him, but... So he's saying I, he doesn't think that they have playoff potential, but oh, his hot take is he's... The they'll but, make it there, but, but his but take is win. that he still thinks they'll make top four. So they'll make top four, but just get smoked yeah, exactly. in the first yeah. round? He says top four. That's I think that's the part you have to address yeah, more than nah. anything. He thinks top four. What do you, what do you think, Rich? I, no. I know what I think. No, with the schedule coming up, they're playing you, of course. Uh, they got the Warriors coming up, the Wizards that are playing hard, at least up until the All-Star break. The Heat always play hard. Pelicans, Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, Pelicans again. Yeah, they got a, a good chunk of schedule that's going to be pretty difficult. and I don't see them getting home court advantage, so I'm not even, sure about that. And then even still, like, you got Boston in the fifth seed, and, you know, everyone kind of feels that, like, they're kind of over, underachieving. So I can see them, like, easily. At least, like, at the minimum, they're going to slip to five. They'll probably make the playoffs, and I agree with them, probably getting smoked in the first round, but, no, nah, they're not making top four. I'm going to personally agree with Mr. Sam Justice and think he's they're going to end up top four, and – just on this very basic stat, they are nine and four, including the game that all the depot got hurt in. Mm-hmm. They are nine and four since then. The majority of that schedule consisted of East teams, and that's what the majority of the remaining schedule will be. Yeah. So I think they could they can continue that kind of pace, and they'll ultimately end up top four. So I I don't think uh, I think just with where they're at, their division, their conference, uh, the talent outside of all the depot. Obviously, when you lose a guy like that, it hurts, right? But if you have a core, a strong core, and a and a and a good, you know, locker room environment, you know, guys will show up to play, and I think ultimately, you know, that's what wins a lot of games, particularly in the East, where you don't have an overbearing team like the Warriors and you know James Harden doing what he's doing in the West. You know, you can still squeeze out wins with just on sheer teamwork. Yeah. So I think they'll still end up top four, um, which leads me to the next. Speaking of teammates, it leads me to the next tweet. Uh, next tweet. It's from Kyle Cook, thirty-two. He says, "Clever one." He's actually replying to, to talking about the somebody tweeted about the All Star votes, and pretty much everybody on the Pacers got a vote. And the joke was, it looks like they voted for each other. And we're talking about the player voting here, not yeah. the fan voting, of course. Um, everybody in that in that roster got at least one vote, and so the joke is, you know, they all voted for each other. Right. Uh, so Kyle here says, clever one, I'll be the first to admit I'm a homer, but I really do think Bojan is particular, in particular deserves a ton of credit for what he's done for the Pacers this year. So don't call me Bobon, Rich. Bogdan. What have you seen? Bogdan. Don't call me Bogdan. Definitely don't call me Bobon. Don't call me Bobon, whatever. Um, Bobon. What have you seen? Does he have a point there? Uh, for sure, uh, it's a little bit, a little bit. Uh, you know, it reminds me a little bit of Thomas Sedaransky on the Wizards. The everybody eats Wizards. <laughs> Not saying that Wall and Old Depot are the same. Uh, in my opinion, I don't think a lot of teammates of John Wall's really particularly like playing with John Wall and his attitude. Whereas Old Depot's kind of, I think, universally loved. You know, uh, went to Indiana State University, if I'm mm-hmm. right. Uh, hometown kid. He, everybody loves the way he's singing in the shower after the games. You know, everybody loves uh, Old Depot. But, you know, they were... Uh, that, was, that reminds me of when uh, pregame, you know, his ritual where he puts his head up against the wall? Yeah. Did you see that clip where the entire team's, like, waiting on him? He steps out and they all have their head up against the wall? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, he has that kind of, you know, 
that impact. Yeah, exactly. People, yeah. you're right. People do love them, but continue. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, and so uh, you know, just like everyone's in on it. Everyone plays hard. Everyone it works as a team. Uh, so yeah, I definitely uh, kind of see what he's saying there. Uh, underrated. Yeah, definitely. Leaders lead from the front. I think Oladipo's clearly stood out as a leader last year and even in this year as well. Um, but a lot of times, the best leaders can can leave. Right, their presence is their their the presence, presence is missed, felt, yeah. but it still felt at the yeah. same time. I mean, he's going to be on the bench. He's going to be in practice, you know, kind yeah. of urging him on. So I think uh, going back to that stat, nine and four since then. I think definitely players like like Bojan are are a big part of that. So yeah, and you know, this season he's been he came back from injury, wasn't as explosive as he showed he can be last year. In super great physical fitness. So with him not being as great, they're still playing well. Uh, still means they can play well, even if we're kind of a little down on them in our previous prediction. Yeah. I see a lot of, uh, and and not to however anybody wants to take this, but I see him kind of like the Damian Lillard of his team, where he has that, that, that talent, you know, maybe even more so the leadership qualities than Damian Lillard does, but just the, the sheer talent where he impacts the game just by being there, and it's just, you know, raw talent that kind of carries, carries the team. Um I think if you took some of his leadership qualities and applied them to Dame, I'm a big fan of Dame. Um, I think he could definitely elevate that team even further. And the Portland Trailblazers aren't doing bad by any means, but I think uh, that could definitely push them over the hump and maybe get them, you know, to the second and third round. Um, but that does it for our uh, Twitter poll segment. Uh, if you would like us to cover your team, um, choose a tweet at Shot Show. That's at Shot Show on Twitter. Uh, leave a comment in the comment section. Uh, let us know if you'd like to, us to cover your team. See what the pulse of Twitter is for your particular uh, market. Um, but with that being said, I'm going to pass it over to Andre. He's going to have a nice little new interesting segment that I'm pretty uh, a fan of as soon as I heard it. Why don't you tell the fans uh, what that uh, segment is all about, Andre? All right. So um, I was looking up a list of nicknames for all, like, for all these basketball players. And I thought it'd be a pretty fun little challenge for, you know, JV and Richard to, uh, you know, try and guess the player whose nicknames uh, I'm about to shoot them. So uh, we're going to do a little first to five right here, uh, throw some nicknames out. The first one who gets it gets a point. First one who gets five wins. So What do we win? You win a high five. <laughs> Bragging uh, rights, man. That's what they get. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm about to fight all this this guy. Come on. All right, all right, all right. All right, so first one. Let's go. I'm, I'm, this one's not too hard. Uh, let's go with Birdman. Who is that? Who's Birdman? Chris Anderson. Chris Anderson. Yes, I knew the uh, last name. Why, why was I so slow on the first name? Why Richard. Yeah, you're too slow, man. All right. Let's, uh, let's, let's. Birdman, Birdman. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's stick with the avian theme. Who is. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that one. That one's too easy. Come Let's on, man! See. Throw me a throw me a softball. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I got one for you. <laughs> got one for you, JV. Who is uh? Oh no. Yeah, we're not doing that one. Yeah, these names are too good. Who's the custodian? Oh, it's Brian. Brian. Oh, two for Richard, man. The guy just broke the mic. Also known as the burger. I'm gonna lose. Can we just skip this segment? Oh man. All right, I got you one, Jay. I was doing so good in rehearsal. Who is? You know what? I got you one, Jay. 
If you don't get this one. King James. <laughs> <laughs> Who is uh, the Akron Hammer? Uh, LeBron James. James. Oh, hey, Jimmy. Uh, yeah. Wow. Let's get it. Straight out of the first All right. 2-1. Richard's still, Richard's still leading 2-1. All right. How about... My man. Pooh. Pooh? Yeah. It's... Alright, uh, did we get a hint if we're both stumped? No Googling? You know what? I'm not going to do that one. It's, uh, Is it's it Jerome Richardson. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Then you play for, so like, fucking... For what me? do you play for? Right? Like, so, like, you're playing, like, the 80s or something? Or for the, yeah. Uh, nah, this is, like, all... Current all, No, just current or we're doing? Oh, wait, whatever you want. Nah, this is okay. all NBA players, man. I'm not... Not All four thousand. Pooh Richardson. I'm really gonna test your knowledge. Pooh Richardson. It's a real, real. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So here's one. It might be a little bit hard. Born ready. Oh, it's Lance Stevenson. Uh, also. Oh no, yeah. I just read an article. Oh my gosh. I'm so mad. I just I just read a whole article and watched a whole clip about how you know how he didn't follow in LeBron James' footsteps, like. They were talking about, okay, LeBron James was like, you know, the the chosen one. He came out on, you know, it was his, what, junior year in high school and he came out on the Sports Illustrated with the chosen one. Yeah. And then like a couple years later, Lance Stevenson came out and he was born ready, mm-hmm. but he had he had to go play in college because they changed the rules like right as he was graduating. And But he was he was highly accorded, just yeah. kind of like LeBron. Not on, maybe on the same level, but mm-hmm. very highly accorded. Cool story. Still 3-1. <laughs> I'm just saying, I need the answer. It's just... <laughs> This is alright, man. Alright, so here, here's another one. This one's a little tricky. Big Ben. Oh, ben Wallace. Richard is 4 1, Alright. You're on match point, baby. This is how I do things. I let people get out ahead of. Oh, yeah, it's more dramatic when you come back from Exactly. Yeah. Alright, so I'm going to throw some coaches in there, man. Everyone knows this. Coaches. Zen Master. Oh, Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. Oh, damn it. The Zen Master. Why are we... We said players. Yeah. <laughs> Got to be quicker than that. All right, time, so that's 4.5 since it's a coach. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I, I appreciate you trying to keep me alive in this. I'm just trying to make it interesting, man. All right. Uh, Give us some really hard ones that we have to think about. A that really is, hard one? Because at that point, if you get an easy one, it's just like, who says it faster? Okay. Who's the Iceman? It's not too hard. It's George Irvin. So that's a tie. We'll keep going. That's a tie. Okay. All right. He said it wrong. I said no. George Gervin. That's not how you say his last name. It's George. Well, it's not George Gervin. It is. It's George literally not. <laughs> okay, anyway. Play it back, Andre. Nah. How do you say his last name? <laughs> uh, let's go with... I thought you had these ready, Andre. Who's Mr. Big Shot? Oh, it's Chelsea Phillips. <laughs> oh. it's I lost. It's okay if I lost. Freaking nerd. <laughs> All right, I'm about to study this whole list. <laughs> we're yeah, coming yeah. back next week for we're, this. We're going to do this again. I'm going right. to pick some, some different, yeah, some different players. Some more difficult ones. You know what? Yeah. Pass, me the, pass me that list. Well, we're, like, about make, we're, we're about to make Richard defend his title right now. I don't want to pick stuff that like no one's going to know. Some it. of these are like... No, we're about to make pretty, Richard defend his title. It's, you know, it's okay to get some hints in there. Yeah. I'm sure it's possible to list. Do you know who the manimal was? Yeah, it's uh, Kenneth Reed. 
No, it's Ken Bannister. The Manimal? Yeah. Is he the original Manimal? Yeah, that was a job. Hey, throw some out there. Oh, all right. Here, who is the Leaning Tower of Pizza? This is for all the Marbles. The Leaning Tower. The Leaning Tower of Pizza. Mario Bellinelli. No. I just went Italian. <laughs> Marco. I don't know how to say Mario. No. Uh, he he's not too fond of the women in San Antonio. Oh, it's Charles, Charles Barkley. All uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, them churros. <laughs> Those big old San Antonio pizza. He also went by Pillsbury Doughboy, the Human Refrigerator, the Flying Coke Machine, the Crisco Kid. George. I guess when you're that good, you just get nicknames. The plethora, plethora of nicknames. All right. I think you mentioned something about a ten point bonus, Andre. Ten point bonus. Yes. No, I think we're. I think we're good. We'll save that for the next time. Welcome back, Shot Caller family. We are going to move on to our latest segment, another new segment. This one is going to be called. Trade them, cut them, and sign them. So basically, what we're gonna do, and it's in whatever order that the guys decide to go in. But essentially, you're gonna find, a, you're gonna pick a free agent, an upcoming free agent that you would sign, and it has to make sense for your team. Uh, same thing with a, a a player you would trade has to be in your starting five, and then a player you would have to cut also in your starting five. So in this scenario, there's an expansion draft, and guess what? The new team gets to pick somebody from your starting five. You know, it's hypothetical, but that's the situation. So, cut them, sign them, trade them. Uh, we're gonna start off with Andre. Off I'm gonna the starting five. Not off in the starting five. You can trade any one of your players. It just has to make sense. Um, no, sorry, no, that doesn't have to be for starting. Confuse me, Rich. No, the the sign them is obviously just signing a free agent mm-hmm. uh, that's coming up. But yes, the cut them and the trade them do have to be from your starting five. Gotcha. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go ahead and randomize the teams. And uh, whatever uh, we land on, Andre, that's going to be the team. Um, I believe you have all the starting rosters in front of you, so let's see what we can make happen. All right. All right, we're going to spin the wheel. Sorry, this takes about six seconds. Come on. And Come on. we've fallen on the Oklahoma City Thunder, our oh, neighbors man. to the north. So, you know, they got some talent up there, Russell Westbrook, Stephen Adams. So what are you, what are you thinking, Andre? Uh, I don't know. Uh, let's see if... If I had to trade someone, it would probably be Andre Robertson, just because OKC, like their defense is doing pretty well right now, even without him, but they're kind of struggling in shooting. So if I could, you know, maybe replace his lack of offense with someone who could, you know, actually score a bucket, I'd do that. So let's do Andre Robertson with Robert Covington. And that's it? Straight up? Straight up. Straight up? They're All right. making almost the exact same. But you get, you know, Robert Covenant's playmaking, and he can, he can score, and he's still like an all-defense, all-NBA defensive player. So that's that's one improvement right there. Uh, Makes a lot of sense. Uh, interesting stat, I mean, you talked about earlier this season. Robert Covington led the league last year in catch-and-shoot threes. So um, to your point, right, they've got some defense. Robert Covington can play uh, defense. Um, so he brings a certain level of, of offense, right? Something that Roberson doesn't necessarily do right now. Particularly, he's not a three point shooter. I mean, he's not. I don't think he's any shooter except for so Robert Covington <laughs> leading the league in all, leading the entire league in catch and shoot threes. Uh-huh. Uh, definitely a quick improvement. So I like that one. Uh, if I'm cutting somebody, actually, you know what? Let's do sign since we're talking about three point shooting. I would go ahead and sign Clay Thompson. 
Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. Unrestricted free agent coming up. Between Clay, Robert Covington, and Paul George, like that would solve all the OKC's shooting woes. Okay, so you're doing a two four in this scenario. You're gonna you're gonna trade for Robert Covington. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it would probably take a little bit more than just Roberson, but I think you could definitely make that trade happen. So no, no, this isn't a trade. This is who I'm signing. No, no, no. I know, but you mentioned Rocco. So Rocco, you mentioned Rocco in that. So you said Robert Covington. So I assume in this scenario, you're trading for Robert Covington, making that happen. I think you can definitely make that trade happen. And you're saying at the end of the season, you sign Clay Thompson. Yeah. So your starting five is. Russell Westbrook, Robert Covington, Clay small Thompson, ball, small ball, Stephen Adams, Stephen Adams, and Paul George. Paul George is a four. That's uh, that looks that's looking real nice. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good team, I think. And uh, let's see, Oklahoma City Thunder. If I'm cutting someone, so you got to cut somebody today. You don't get anything for them. So throw those two scenarios you just you just created to the side. You have to cut somebody. The league came in and they added the Las Vegas Knights. I'll just say that because they already have that. But they added the Las Vegas Knights for for basketball. And they say, you know what? Every team has to give up somebody from their starting five. You don't get anything for them. Yeah, man. For that team. Okay, see, man, I probably got to. I hate to do it, but I got to let Raymond Felton. (laughs) Yeah, Russell Westbrook. Sorry. Starting five. There's no. Oh, someone from the starting five. It has five. to be starting five. Starting five. Is this before? This is without my Without your scenarios, scenario. yep. Okay, so they got Adams, Westbrook. I think Grant's starting. Keep the contracts in mind. Adams, Paul George. And who do they have starting at the two? God. Yeah, I didn't know it was starters. I thought it was just anyone. Man, that's, that's a little bit harder. Well, the nice thing for you is that they rotate like Ferguson and Paolo yeah. and that other stuff. So you can probably just cut Ferguson if you wanted to. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what I'm doing. Because I didn't know who the, the fifth guy was, I was just going to go with him. Okay. It's probably Ferguson. So anybody not named Stephen Adams, Paul George, <laughs> Russell, Russell Westbrook, or, or Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant. Grant's actually been playing. Okay. Good. So that's going to be your four that you're going to yeah. keep in the starting rotation. Okay. Yeah. Let's take your pick. All right, Andre. I'm gonna count that as a cop out. So we'll see. We'll see what Richard has to say on his team. All right, Richard. <laughs> Let's hit that uh, Mario Kart item block and see what comes. Let's up. see what happens. I wish we had a sound effect for this, but we're just gonna go ahead and spin it. All right. Uh, I can hang on. I can breathe. Landed on the Utah Jazz, Richard. Another Western Conference team, Utah Jazz. Okay, so looking at their. Five. I think I can easily just cut who I want to cut merely for aesthetic reasons. Uh, they're winning that. They're uh, playing that. You know, uh, stagnant. You know, old school twin towers type offense. And they got Rudy Gobert and uh, Rudy Gobert and uh, Derek Favors in the lineup at times. Uh, so yeah. I would go and just cut uh, Derek Favors. Let him go. Not a believer in the Twin Towers. Not that I'm not a believer, but I think that this trade and then this uh, signing probably could make a lot of Another sense. Another 2-4. Let's go. Let's um, see. So you, you cut. Oh, wait. You're actually combining your cut, and then you're making a move off of the cut. Okay, yeah, I like I'm, it. I'm kind of factoring it in there, yeah. So I'm thinking that they could trade. Remember, you get nothing for favors. Right. He's gone. Okay. But I think they could trade Ricky Rubio and Dante Exum. Uh, and this seems to work in what I've, what I've been looking at, but 
Uh, I think they could trade. Yeah, Ricky Rubio and Dante Exum to the Grizzlies for Mike Conley. Mike Conley, yeah, a little injury prone, but it can't be worse than what they've had to deal with with Dante Exum. Only one healthy year, which was last year. He's already out with a, I think, a sprained ankle at this moment. Yeah, or uh, Ricky Rubio came back recently, but Dante Exum's out like I think another week or so. Um, Mike Conley fits into the cap space. The Grizzlies might do it because they get off of the Rubio contract for shed about fifteen million of salary. Have to deal with Dante Exum a little bit while longer, but that's a lot easier to stretch than Mike Conley. Mike Conley can come over, uh, put this puts uh, uh, Mike Conley to some ball handling duties. Of course, he's a point guard, solid, plays good defense, but also lets uh, Donovan Mitchell handle the ball. Let uh, Mike Conley defend. He's good at defense. Rudy Gobert good at defense. Run the pick and roll. Let uh, Conley defend the better guy on the uh, so high Jazz. Yeah, high Donovan <laughs> a little bit. Let him rest up. Because he's been taking a, a big role, kind of like James Harden, uh, this past couple weeks. And he's been real tired. He's trying to develop. We're not trying to overwork this man. And then for the... So that's the trade. I got the cut. And I got the sign. And so what I think they could sign is if we're going to be running a lot of pick and roll, Rudy Gobert, uh, with Mike Conley, uh, Donovan Mitchell, uh, Rudy Gobert. Uh, we got Joe Ingles space on the floor. Kyle Korver space on the floor. Jerry Crowder space on the floor. Why couldn't we just get a nice, good hometown deal or original team deal for Wesley Matthews coming oh, off the wow. uh, coming off a, a pretty good season so far? With shooters the, with the Mavericks, yeah. Shooters to spare. Shooters to spare in Utah, <laughs> where they don't have a good offense at this moment, or they don't always. They seem to struggle to see where they get the shots. Why not take a cue out of one of the best offenses that we're currently seeing from the Rockets and kind of play it that way? So do you have kind of a starting five there? Because I'm interested to see what kind of what that starting five would look like. I guess like. it would be Jingle Joe, Rudy Gobert, Mike Conley, uh, and then you can... Uh, the Spider. The Spider Mitchell, and then sub in uh, Jay Crowder at times. So okay. Kind of a small, big lineup, and uh, kind of get Tabo Cephalosha in there off the bench. You know, So I think that's kind of what we're looking at right now. Wait, I said, what, did I say Wesley Matthews? Wesley Matthews, Wesley Matthews you didn't Matthews even say it. Yeah, but Wesley would be in there, yeah. Wow. I mean, whether he's coming off the bench or starting, you know, you know he can contribute. Uh, real 3 and D guy. Um, wow. That's some offense added. That is some definite offense. Um, gosh, okay. I got to take a look at both of these. So definitely the starting five that Andre presented looks flashier. Um, he gets the benefit of OKC already having two superstars on that lineup, of course. But I got to say, I'm going to give this one to Richard because it's 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 more realistic. You know, some of the things he's talking about can definitely happen. Derek Favors gone? Okay, that's. I think that definitely is not something impossible to happen. Yeah, and like, uh, Mike Conley trade that trade. I like the trade for Mike Conley. I think the Grizzlies would definitely uh, be happy to get rid of that thirty million dollars salary. And then Wesley Matthews. I mean, he's a free agent. It's not going to pull a lot out there in the market. I feel like, but he's. He'll, 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 I think they I think can offer him. Like the the Jazz are going to come to grips along with the Pacers and teams in that like second to almost third category of markets uh, the teams that are popular with like old NBA players not these young hip stars that they're not going to be able to land Kevin Durant they're not going to get Chris S. Porzingis should he become available in a couple of years they're not going to get these high profile guys like that so let's go ahead and get what we can a couple of years of it and let these guys see you like it here and kind of get their, their foot in the door that way because you have to what else are you going to do yeah, and then you put some you put some guys around a young talent like Donovan Mitchell, right? And and you compete. And at that point, I think with that roster, with that starting five, they can definitely uh, be competitive. 
Um, I mean, they're a playoff team now, so I think with that upgrade at point guard or at the two guard um, playing next to Donovan, uh, veteran presence, you know, you talked about developing Donovan Mitchell, not putting so much strain on him. I think uh, they only go up from there, so. Uh, and they're, they're both, like, those are both really good locker room guys, too, yeah. so it's like, like a pretty good trade all around, man. Wow. Maybe you should uh, submit Maybe some applications, Rich. <laughs> Fix the Utah Jazz. I know, some people, I know some people that live over there in Utah who wouldn't mind seeing that happen. Um, but now that does it for our cut them, sign them, trade them segment. Um, and actually does it for us today. Let's go over some games that we might want to check out this weekend, guys. Um, I can tell you right now, one of the games I'm looking forward to uh, involves... Um, it involves, you know, the, 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 the grinded out San Antonio Spurs. So some neighbors to the south with some neighbors to the east. The New Orleans Pelicans, right? We got some people missing uh, in New Orleans, uh, not playing with injuries. But uh, I think it's 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 a lot of fundamental basketball between those two teams. Uh, I do enjoy watching the Spurs play. LaMarcus Aldridge is one of my favorite players to watch. Uh, so I'll be checking that out, um, see how those two uh, teams play out. Um, the Pelicans, of course, Still vying for a playoff spot. Um, let's see if they can fend off the Spurs. Uh, what about you, Rich? Yeah, if we're talking about Saturday, I'm all in on 76ers Nuggets, Jokic, and I'm right B. there with you, man. Uh, you can't pick the, the Sixers oh. this time, Andre. Hey, man, I'm just agreeing with you. That's <laughs> yeah. going to be a good one. That's going to be a great one, I think. Uh, Gary Harris should be in. Uh, so, Jamal Murray, uh, you know, Jimmy Butler. Always, I think he's out with the wrist, but... Got Ben Simmons in there, the Fresh Prince. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. All right. Jamal Murray. Next, next round, of course. <laughs> Jamal Murray is like that guy that like he just has moments of brilliance, and then it's like not a lull, but like where'd you go for this? Where'd quarter? you go for this? Yeah, and then it's like brilliance again. Yeah, like, it's tough. He's bro. got the sauce, man. He's yeah. this man. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's Andre said he was okay. <laughs> he's alright. <laughs> <was pretty> <laughs> yeah, we well, got uh, Andre. Uh, so yeah, that Saturday game's looking. Actually, man, we have quite a few exciting games coming up uh, this weekend. So you got Golden State with Boston on Saturday, of course. Uh, Philadelphia and Denver. Boston is hot. Uh, but then on Sunday we've got uh, Sacramento and the Clippers, which are two teams that are, you know, kind of been exceeding expectations over here in the West. That'll be interesting to see what goes down. But the game I'm most excited to catch is probably going to be Milwaukee and OKC. Oh, so you got yeah. the top of the East going against you know one of the top contenders in the West. Yeah, I, I think that'll be a that'll be a good matchup. Giannis with the scowl and uh, Russ with the same scowl. Yeah, yeah. like you're gonna have some like some real competitive passion going on, and you know OKC's a they're pretty pretty long team. Well, pretty Russell good Westbrook team. tried to fight Giannis. He, well, I don't know, man. <laughs> You saw him the other day try to square up. He spent about 30 seconds on the ground before he tried to square up, though, so I don't know how real that was. Yeah, and uh, I think Steven Adams trying to chase Brooke Lopez around the three-point line will be interesting. Uh, Brooke Lopez is still real strong. He can still kind of get down there and mix it up in the in the post, but that top offense from Coach Bud against the defense of Oklahoma, that's definitely going to be exciting. Yeah, that'll be a fun game to watch. Definitely, definitely. I just had to touch on one subject before we, we, uh, we check out um, you mentioned Brooke Lopez. What about the Bulls, or not the Bulls? What about Robin Lopez not being allowed to, yeah, the Bulls not being allowed to leave and go to the Warriors? Hey, man, I'm with it. Uh, just like that time Portland signed Enos Kanter to a five-year max or a four-year restricted offer sheet, knowing that Oklahoma had to match it to get KD to stay. 
a little bit of gamesmanship. A long way from when they traded Jordan Bell for some cash. Yeah, I like it, right? Why make it easy on the uh, on the opposition? Make it difficult. They were about to stack up, like, all the talent. Like, it's ridiculous. It's not enough you have Boogie Cousins starting. You're going to bring in a backup center that's could start on half of the rosters in the league. Robert yeah. Lopez just wanted some jewelry. Yeah, well, yep. it ain't going to happen this year. Well, games aren't won just on the court, so. Yep, yep. Yeah, do what you got to do. So, props to the... Props to the Chicago Bulls on that one. Sucks for Lopez, but it is what it is, man. Yep, yep. Well, with that note, uh, we're going to sound off, guys. Again, follow us on Twitter at, at ShotCallerShow. That's at ShotCallerShow. Um, tweet us if you'd like us to cover a particular topic or a particular team. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, but for this episode of the Shot Callers, I'm JV. Rich. Andre. And we'll catch you all next time. Peace out. Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know, man.